Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Garbage Watch with your hosts, me, Alex. It's your boy, Evan. And Gio. And uh, I'd just like to start off by saying, Evan, I hate you so much <laughs> because this movie was not only just like the worst movie I've ever seen, but like it, it made me physically mad at times watching it of like how... Ah! Ah! Your pain pleases <laughs> just, me. <laughs> Just pain. <laughs> okay, so, Geo. Yeah. This the movie is Manos Hands of Fate. Would you like to tell us on how the movie's was concept, like how it came about? So Manos Hands of Fate was made on a bet. It was created by Harold P. Warren, who was a. <laughs> Where is it? Uh, you know the best. The best stories always are like. So it, this started on a bet. Yeah, it's like, like it's a the drunken best, bet. Yeah, it's like the best way to open anything. It's like, yeah, so this was a bet. Yeah, dude's yeah. like a freaking oil tycoon or something. And like he was like, I bet I can make a movie. No, he wasn't an oil tycoon. He was an insurance and fertilizer. Hey, look. So he, he, so he dealt in And so he, he made <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's y'all's one bad joke of the podcast. You don't get it anymore. <laughs> Uh, okay, but so it was made for a bet, so it had like a stupid like low budget, right? Nineteen thousand dollars. So not even twenty twenty k. No, nineteen thousand. And this was and this was nineteen sixty six, right? Um, uh, when it was this movie was first originally like. Yeah, nineteen sixty six. Yeah. Okay, so nineteen sixty six money is a little bit more, but like that's but definitely nothing anywhere near the movies that at that time were being made. Right, no, this is still bottom-of-the-barrel, no budget. Because, like, Alfred Hitchcock movies are coming out during that time period, you know? So, like, there are big-budget movies coming out, but, like, this movie (laughs) is not one of them. (laughs) No. Yeah, let's think about movies that were coming out around the time that, you know, there's Ben-Hur, there was freaking um, Cleopatra, like... North by Northwest. Yeah, all these really good movies coming out, and then this (laughs) makes this (laughs) this garbage fire. (laughs) Like, yeah. it's just, it's literally awful on every level of awful. Yeah, I 1,000% agree with that. No, and it wasn't even close to making its money back in the box office. Which I think is hilarious because it yet it spawned an entire plethora of, like, sequels. Right. No, it had three sequels. Oh, my the God. The Search for the Valley Lodge, The Rise of Torgo, and Manos Returns. So Rise you guys need to make sure to... Put to uh, DM us on Revolution ninety one seven on Instagram and see if you want us to watch the sequels. Please don't. Yeah, don't do that to us. <laughs> I think <laughs> we will anyway. We'll probably end up watching them anyways because you know when there's nothing like shooting yourself in the balls. <laughs> All right. So when we talk about things that we don't like about this movie, the first thing that stands out to me are just the length of the shots. Right. <laughs> yeah. Just like there are like. There's probably eight or nine moments in the film where the shots are just, like, six minutes long for, for no reason. And it's, like, right. unnecessary. Like, there is one scene where Torgo, the cripple, who we'll be getting to here in a minute. Uh, Torgo's all of our favorite characters. <laughs> he is our spirit animal. Um, Torgo but Torgo is, Torgo is tying up the protagonist, Michael. And, o- and, like, over the course of five minutes of one consecutive shot, you see him drag Michael about 10 feet and of course Mike Torgo has got some kind of like knee disability or something I don't know but like he's got something going on with his knee so he's super slow 
And so it takes him like two minutes just to drag him 10 feet. Then he props them up against the tree, pulls his arms behind his, uh, the tree, and then tries to tie them, screws it up, and then tries to go back and tie him a second time and gets it. And then he runs off real sketchy like into the off the frame. <laughs> and that entire sequence takes like six minutes. All in one take, too. All yeah. in one no take. Cu- that's there are no, no transitions. And all, it's all in one go. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> I hate it. It's so bad. Uh, My favorite one was there was there's literally two parts. It's both you know the couple making out at the front of the road that made no sense. Oh, oh my yeah. god, I love that. That's yeah. hilarious. There was literally two shots of them where you could see the director give them like action cues. Yeah, like they were yeah. just messing around. Yeah, because and that's another thing that's worthy of note of the film is that everything, much like the last movie that we watched, uh, Kung Pao Under the Fist, everything is post production dubbed however in this case it's supposed to be good and it's not <laughs> it's it's like it's funny because like where kung pao used comedic timing at at times with their post dub this movie didn't but yet still did because it wasn't on purpose but there were just some times that you could just tell they were saying one thing and <laughs> the yeah. audio you were hearing was a completely different thing now the yeah. whole the whole thing's dubbed over like and half the people that were supposed to do the dubbing came back, like one my boy Tor, uh, my boy Torgo. He came, uh, his actor came back to voice him, but everyone else was by the same three people. I mean, there's only like eight people in the freaking film because I guess he, that's all of his drinking buddies. But yeah, all of the freaking wives and yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, side note, you know the guy who played Torgo actually freaking no joke killed himself. Oh, like a year after this came out. Oh my god. Yeah, no joke. He actually shot himself. Like, this movie has a casualty count. Yeah, well, honestly, there are a lot of movies with curses around them, and I think this movie is definitely cursed. This movie's cursed. Oh, yeah. All right, so what did y'all like about the film? Okay, so actually, I kind of liked Torgo in a really <laughs> weird way, because just watching right, besides him... Besides Torgo. I mean, watching Torgo. him hobble around the screen was just like... It was comedic gold, even though it wasn't meant to be. Oh, yeah. Um, A little side uh, backstory on Torgo. So he's like the main bad guy's like housekeeper, like knobby need guy who just does stuff, uh, gets the luggage. There was some piece of trivia about like why he was like hunched over and like walking around because that wasn't so much of an acting thing that he did. But like, didn't he have like a costume or something? He was supposed to be a satyr, but they put the knee things on backwards and just left it like that. I guess just having him freaking knobby need was like the way they wanted to do things, so they just went with it. Oh my god, what? Oh man, that's the that's the worst thing I've ever heard. Okay, so but things that I liked about the film, um, I can't really think of anything. Uh, something that else that I'd like to point out is that this is a '60s movies, right? Yeah, it is so misogynistic. <laughs> Like, there are so many times that, like, there's just, like, the literal, like, the man looks at his wife and is like, shut up, woman, I'm trying to do this, and, like, completely ignores her, and, like, it's just terrible. Like, there are, like, so many moments of the film that are, like, yikes. Like, you pull up to this creepy house, the dude, the freaking hobble-kneed housekeeper says you shouldn't stay here, and, like, the main character, who is the director, by the way, and the producer... His wife says, hey, I don't want to stay here. Their kid didn't want to stay there. The dude literally says, screw it, we're staying here. And so he practically gets his whole, oh, spoiler alert, but he gets his whole freaking family killed. No, not enslaved. even killed, just enslaved. Yeah. yeah. 
and then and th- okay, so that's another thing. Is like at the very so like yeah, spoiler warning, we, but you don't y'all don't give a shit. You're not yeah. gonna see this movie. Yeah, no, trust me, you don't want to see this movie. But um, something that I I found like just absolutely insanely creepy and disgusting was like pedophilia. Yeah, thing. because yeah. like the whole point of the argument of between like the six wives that the priest of Manos had was like, oh, we should kill them all except for the wife and take the new wife. But they were like, no, we should not kill the child because the child grows up to be a woman. And here here was their rationale for that. Manos loves women. Girls turn into women. We shouldn't kill her. That was the line of reasoning. Bulletproof logic, baby. I know. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm all for not killing the child, but... Well, I don't know who. Well, here's the weird thing: is that at the end of the film, we see that the child is not killed. However, she's dressed up and tied up like all the other wives, and so we have to infer that the priest of Manos took like a nine-year-old as a wife. All right. Who and and like the priest of Manos is obviously immortal. He's obviously been around for like ages. <laughs> when he tried to kill, they shot him, and all he did was leer at the camera like yeah. a freaking like crackhead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, we're just telling you, like, different plot points, and I bet you're like, this is, like, the most confusing thing in the world. That That's just the film. Like, the yeah, film. Yeah. yeah, because, like, we could sit here and explain the plot, like, chronologically how it unfolds, but the thing is is that it would make just about as much sense as it is for us to jump around. Right. Because, I, I mean, like, dude, the premise of the bet was the guy, the this uh, – Rich dude looked at a screenwriter buddy of his and said, "This is easy. I can do this yeah, in a night." Nerd, I in can a do night. this. And so that's what he tried to do. And so this is the result of that. And I, <laughs> it's pretty obvious this is a really bad result of that. Yeah. Let's see what else. What else? All right. Uh, the whole wife thing, like, so the master is in just in the middle of the desert, like laying on a like the master's like the main bad guys is in the middle of the desert, laying on like a solid stone slab. With his like what six or seven wives yeah. just standing yeah. up, leaning on poles around him, so he wakes up and he has the dumbest cape with two freaking red hair, like giant red hair. Yeah, when he when he it. when he like, okay, so if you like raise your arms out to the side like you're t posing or something, like when he does th- when he does <laughs> that t posing on tour. We practically did. He did. No, he did because like when he was threatening to kill Torgo in the house, he was like standing over and basically just yeah. T-posing, showing right. off. Because when he when he T-poses, his robes open up and it Gains shows that he's got power. Yeah, it shows that he's got two red hands. And like Manos, hands of fate. Manos is just Spanish for hands. So it's so you could literally translate the title to hands. Hands, hands of, of fate. fate. It's a T-pose, the movie. Oh, and we got it. The death of the boy, our boy Torgo. Oh. The supposed death. The supposed death, yeah. Okay, so what happens is, like, they decide for whatever reason, Torgo's failed him. So it's like, (laughs) screw Torgo. We're going to take him out back and shoot him like old Yeller. So they take him up to this fire, right? And and he grabs him by the arm. And this is after, like, his wives just, like, (laughs) just beat the <laughs> no, they don't even. They lightly slap him. Yeah, they're like lightly <laughs> slapping him for like five minutes. And like again, this is one of those shots that's like, you know, it's way too long for no reason. And it's just the wives are slapping Torgo, and who you can't tell if he's like well, not liking it or if he's like mildly liking it because it's very obvious that Torgo is extremely touch starved because we'll all he to tries that, to, we'll to yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. But um, no, they start lightly slapping him. Then finally. 
the master grabs him by the arm and pulls him to this fire where there are these metal hands sticking out of it, <laughs> and then forces him to touch one of the hands, it explodes. and then it <laughs> explodes, and his hand comes off, and it catches on fire, and you see Torgo running off into the night with a fire coming out of the stump arm that he had. Yeah, and we don't lives. know if that was supposed to be left in or not. Yeah, which we're still we're still curious on whether or not like that was on purpose of Torgo running away, or if he was just supposed to explode. So I'd like to think that he was trying to get off the set really quick, and they just didn't have the they yeah, didn't have the means to get him off fast enough. Oh my! I'm, I still think Gio, Torgo's. Geo, you're Gio, you're, uh, no. you're making a face. What's going on? So I'm on the Wikipedia page. There was a copyright dispute. Oh really? Yes. About what? So apparently, back in the time, if you do not put a copyright symbol in your movie, it was public domain. Oh no! And he forgot to. Is that all we found it on YouTube for free? That's probably why we found it on YouTube for free. By the way, it's on YouTube, so you should totally check yeah, it Man out. Yeah, Manos Hands of Fate. And then if you find it, you need to do the one that's an hour 15, not an hour 5, because the one that's an hour 5 takes out the f- 10 minutes of establishing shots that are just two shots that and are you, each five minutes each. And you need and, those. And you need me. those. Oh, you absolutely do. So what happened was his son started exploiting the movie for the fact that it was n- – wait, hold on. Am I re- Let me read this. Yeah, so the, the son started po- explaining the fact that it was possibly not in the public domain, seeking to avoid others from profiting from the, his father's work. So we tried to copyright it. Profiting in quotation marks. Who would want to touch this with a 10-foot pole other than us because we're stupid? No, because people started restoring the film when it started becoming a cult classic. It became a what? Yeah. yeah a cult no, because remember, Mystery Science Theater 3000 reviewed this. I remember that. Yeah, I've seen that episode. And after that, it became a cult classic. People was like, oh, this is a bad movie. Let's all watch it. Okay. How old, when when does copyright dispute have like the Well, 90s? here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. If the movie is not copyrighted on publishing, then it can't be like you can't retroactively do it. Mm-hmm. And so like it's done. But I guess the sequels are the son trying to profit <laughs> off of that. No, it was someone else. Uh, this guy named uh, Solvi. Solvi. Uh, he was restoring the movie, and he put his own copyright on it. Uh, and then someone was like, no, you can't do that. Well, but he could, because no one copyrighted the original. Yeah, so right. He can copyright the sequels. I mean, it's, it's public domain now. You can, we can make a freaking sequel if we wanted to. Well, I'm actually working on that. <laughs> don't, oh, I still got to do that project for Emily's class. But, all right, anyways, anyways. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like... Uh, Oh, let's see what else. Oh, yeah, Torgo's weird, like, touching. Like. Okay, yeah, so uh, something that is really weird that happens a couple times is Torgo likes to play with women's hair, but, like, shakily. Like, you'll see him, <laughs> like, he's, <laughs> like, like, he's got, like, some terrible Parkinson's just, like, reaching up, and I wish you could see what my arm was doing. It's just, like, coagulating and just, like, it's, like, so bizarre, and he reaches up and, like, grabs um, the wife. I think her name's Margaret. It's hair. I'm glad you remember. <laughs> I don't remember. I'm good with ca- I'm good with characters' names, but uh, all I remember is Torgo and Michael. And that's it. But like he brings up his hand and touches Margaret's hair, and like she just stands there. She doesn't do anything. She just lets him play with her hair for about a half minute or a minute or so. Ooh, solid three minutes. It just and then she lying. and then she goes. How dare you? How dare you <laughs> yeah. touch me? And then does the weakest ever slap. Michael, right. he doesn't. Like she doesn't this. do anything until after he's done. He's like, right. all right, I'm done. And she's like, how dare you? Right. And then she starts screaming. She goes, Michael, Michael. And then, like, it cuts to Michael who's just working on his car. 
Yeah. And like for like 30, 30 seconds to a minute of just like Michael working on the car. And it's like, okay. <laughs> it's like, I see how much you care about your wife, bud. Yeah. yeah. She's literally getting assaulted by a satyr. <laughs> like a half satyr. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's what that's what the goat leg people call, right? Satyrs. Yeah, yeah, that's what they're called. All right, and so he so he's not even a, a but he's even, but he's still a half satyr because it's inside out. Yeah, it's just oh, like, yeah. <laughs> well, like it's the dumbest looking shit in the world. But so, yeah, Torgo tries to cop a feel, and then he does it again on one of the wives, and apparently she knows about it. So, like I said, they kill him yeah because that's that's what ends up happening uh that's why they decide that torgo failed them because the wives are even though they're sleeping are still cognizant of everything that's around them they just can't see it and so they know it's torgo who's playing with them and like all right we mean like he's just like rubbing their shoulder that's i mean yeah but like at the same time i think that it was kind of supposed to be insinuated that there were some other things happening i don't know if anything was insinuated in this movie yeah that's true it was very overt wasn't it but Oh, God, let's see. Well, we also got to talk about uh, like I, I said before, the husband pretty much got like his whole family enslaved. Yeah, like, right. Literally at like at the very beginning, after like you know the very necessary fifteen minutes of setup shots that didn't lead anywhere. You know, right? Like, uh, they pull up and he's like, "Hey, well, we're lost. They're in the middle of the freaking like Texas desert." He's like, "Can I stay here?" Torgo's like, "No." And his wife's like, "We should." He's like, "Well, I'm staying here." Yeah. So he gets inside. <laughs> he just forces himself into these ran- this random dude's house. Like, right. he like, Torgo is sitting there, and he's like, what are you guys doing here? With this dumbass he, hand. Right. right. He, he, and, he's, and he's just sitting there. He's like, what are you guys doing here? And, like, never offers them lodging, never offers them anything. Not even – I think he might have – like, may have, like, been like, hey, I can give you directions out of here. No, no, no. No, he, he said there was no way there out. There was no way out. And so Michael was like, well, fine. We're staying here. And when Torgo's like – no. no. Yeah, and remember, Torgo's acting like Torgo, so he's acting like a freaking nutcase. Yeah it's, yeah, it's like, no, you can't stay here. There the master would not approve. There isn't a way out, mortal. I'm the satyr man. Yeah. And his wife's looking at him, like, appropriately, like he's a freaking nutball. Yeah, and yeah, Margaret's like, Michael, we need to get out of here. I don't think this is a good idea. And then, the ma- and then like, their daughter, who I don't know the name of, is like, <laughs> in her stupid dub voice, <laughs> and like, yeah, it's very obviously a man who's trying to I- imitate a child. Like, I-, I, I do just as good of an impression as anyone else would, and it's just, God, it's so bad. Oh, oh what else? What else? What else? Uh, um, they're, they're my just, favorite oh thing. God, so yes, much. my favorite thing is the quote-unquote teenagers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How did we not mention that already? Oh, like the whole subplot of the cop hunting them down for just making yeah, okay. out quietly yeah. in their there, car? There are three points in the movie that there is this couple making out in a convertible car. Now, in the credits, it says love struck teenagers or something like that. Yeah, it's like. Here's the thing they both look like they're almost 40. Like, they are obviously not teenagers and maybe that's just like the times i don't know but like dude they're not teenagers don't call them that yeah they're like 35 years old right yeah and so there's the first part that we see them they literally are just like they're like they turn to watch the car the car of the family pass by them and go well what are they going up there for i don't know and they just go back to making out the second one they're off on the same road and the cops and find them and are like, hey, you need to get out of here. And they're like, well, 
we're not hurting anything. And, and they're they like, aren't, by the way. They're just yeah. sitting there making out. On a car. road that nobody ever goes down. Yeah, no, the cops <laughs> say nobody drives this road. <laughs> right. And so they're literally not hurting anything. <laughs> but yet they are like, nah, get the hell out of here. And yeah. so they're like, fine. So they, they go, go even deeper. further down. <laughs> they go so, deeper down the road that doesn't go anywhere. And the cop. He has to freaking follow them to find them again. And he has his partner. He's like, oh, I told you, kids. What I, you can't be out here. And here's the other thing is that the second the second shot has absolutely nothing to add to the film. The third shot, they mentioned that the family went down the road. And that shows then that the cops go to look for them. However, that does absolutely nothing. They say, hey, I think I heard some gunshots deeper in the desert. Well, nobody should be out there. You're right. Let's go back home and have yeah, some donuts And they shrug. And they literally, they shrug, they literally it off. shrug it off and then just go. And that's it. And, and that's it. You never yeah. see any more of the freaking But, like, cops. The, second, the second shot of the making out couple does absolutely nothing for the film. There is absolutely nothing that is gained, like, if, or any exposition? There's nothing done other than like you get to watch two people make out. Oh, there was something for way too long. Though, right? for, yeah, and the other thing is like it's for like three consecutive minutes of just one like master shot of them making out in this car. The most fish mouth looking like I know. Yeah. I know. Out. It's just like way over exaggerated. Which you said something about the actors being exaggerated. It's turned out to be right, right? They they are theater actors. Yeah. Everyone in this film is a theater actor, which explains why the whole movie is. Way over dramatic, right? Which I, I absolutely love about the film, by the way, because like the <laughs> over drama, the over dramatization just throughout the film is just hilarious. Right. All right. Uh, so besides Torgo, who do you th- who's your favorite character? Because I think the master with his stupid hand cape is really far up there. I'm gonna say the uh, the uh, male making out teenager who always because by the way he also always pulls out like a flask to drink out of. Yeah. Yeah. Mine is the cop. Purely for the one quote. Oh, the, the one there, quote. I was wondering when you would say it. Of, uh, if you were going to be late, why didn't you leave earlier? He's bum, 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 bum. Oh, you guys are disgusting. But yeah, he he literally says that. And the thing is, like, he pulls him over for a taillight being out. So it's not even like they're going fast. Remember, he's like, oh, your taillight's out. So he's like, well, if you're gonna if you're gonna get somewhere, you need to leave earlier. It's like, what the. F- does that even mean? <laughs> it's just a square circle logic right, of it, like, and I love like, it. Yeah, I'm going to just retroactively make myself – I'm going to time travel. That's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to tell myself, hey, you should leave about 10 minutes earlier. That way we're not late. Like, yeah, that way we don't have to meet Torgo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, pull, he pulls up to the to someone who got shot. He's like, well, maybe next time don't get shot. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to be in a fight, why'd you throw it? Yeah. If you're going to get your family enslaved, then you should have never pressed yourself into the house with a cripple in the first place. Literally, you could make that entire movie into that kind of Right. Joke. And I just... <laughs> it just describes the movie so perfectly and this is, makes no sense. It has no bearing and it shouldn't have been done. When the weird but I'm guard. so glad that it was. <laughs> right? I'm so glad. Oh, it's so bad. Like, oh. it's, I think... like. I think I think the moral of this story is is when Evan says, "Oh, I got a movie for you." Don't listen. Run. Don't watch. Y'all, Run. Y'all want it bad. You got bad. <laughs> okay, so I hope everyone's enjoyed this week's episode of Garbage Watch. Um, 
If you guys have any suggestions for movies that we should watch, please don't recommend The Room because, yes, we're aware The Room is a bad movie, but, like, everybody does The Room, and we're trying to yeah, avoid too main. We're, also, really, <laughs> we're really shooting for ones that people haven't heard of just because they're a lot more fun to do whenever your first reaction to the movie that we record. And so that's what we're trying to keep by. Also, but, don't do the Sharknado movies. I don't know. I don't know. I kind of, I kind of want to do the Sharknado movies, like, but like, not do them in order. Do like the fourth one, then like the second one, then do like the seventh one, and then do the first one, and the then the fact, third one, or uh, something like that. The fact there's a seventh one is like the downfall. Of I'm America. not sure if there's seven. I'm not sure if there's seven. There's too many. There's, at there's least too six. many. There's at least there is six. at least six. Yeah. Um. But no. Uh. If you guys got a movie suggestion for us, uh, Instagram DM us at Revolution ninety one seven. Uh, and again, that is Revolution 917 on Instagram. Uh, we would love to hear from you guys. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, this has been Alex. Oh, oh yeah, Evan. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at Sharknado movies on my phone. This boy, Evan. And if you're going to be late, it's Gio. <laughs> All right, thank you so much, and we will catch you guys next week.